This is the Barbarian Rhetoric Podcast. Acta non verba. All right, now there, we're here. There's the chick. Now we're there's recording. The sexy we're, chica. We're good to go now, Jimmy. Come on out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was panicking. Sorry. <laughs> we were we were trying to get here early and on time, and it still failed. So eh. it's all right. Yeah, I don't have to. That's part of our now. charm. <laughs> you got to warm up. Exactly. <laughs> we have fluffers <laughs> that get us going. <laughs> 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 Welcome to the Fluffercast. Oh my god! <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, um, we could. I could start it off right. Oh exactly. My god. Oh man, well, you're, you're, you're welcome. Thanks. I'm in a mood. I'm in a mood. Well, guys. hopefully, everyone else out there is getting fluffed somehow. <laughs> Sometime another round. Let's get you fluffed. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Sometimes I wish I didn't know what these things meant. <laughs> Aren't you glad your urban dictionary exists yeah. so you can look them up? I know. Sometimes no. You you can't you don't want to, but it's kind of like showing someone that like smelly shoe or something. Who was it? Uh Ingvall. Didn't he used to talk yeah. about that? You had to show them the smelly bag or whatever. Same kind of thing. You know, you, you hear a word or a phrase and you don't want to know, but yeah. then you look it up on the Urban Dictionary. I'm hoping, you know, it's it's all the random, ridiculous, stupid crap that I've done growing. You know, we've all we all do growing up. I'm hoping at least helps me a little bit for when my kids start doing stupid. Shit. Oh yeah, I'll I'll at least hopefully I'll have an inkling, you know. Oh no, with you some know, of the kids today. Your problem is is they're girls. Yep. See, with my son, there's not a whole lot that he can do that I haven't already done. Yep. There's <laughs> some, but. And well, then, he's still young, though. Yeah. Hey, give it time, bud. Give it time. But here, here's the other thing, because I got I know younger guys like CJ. It's not the Nick. years; it's the mileage. Yeah, I got like CJ and Nick, though. So if it's like way off in left field, I'll be like, "Hey, do you know what this kid's talking about?" Because they're closer to it. Up with the trends. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, in a lot of ways, uh being a drumline instructor and teaching high school kids. Oh, that uh, helps. You get keeps me all the time. There's stuff I hear and I go, wait, what? And then you go look it up on Urban Dictionary. Yep. <laughs> or there's stuff that they're saying, and I'll ask them, and it's just a like a new version of just another word st- for the same thing. Yep. Yeah. It's like, what is that? Oh, that's this. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm hip with the lingo. I can get down with your kids' lingo. <laughs> Are you guys on the weed? <laughs> How many weeds does it take for you to get high? <laughs> Did I ever tell you that story? No. no. This okay. This was a long time ago when I was working uh, electric. This guy I worked with, I went to high school with, and he was a straight aged straight edge dude and at that time i was smoking weed to keep myself sane and 
he, he would ask me this one day he asked me he's like so how many weeds does it take for you to get high <laughs> <laughs> like i bust out laughing like i don't know what you're asking man he's like i know you smoke weed i'm like i never said i didn't he's like so you put the fucking weed in the fucking pipe and you smoke it how much does it take <laughs> for what he's like to get high i'm like enough <laughs> he would not stop asking me i'm like motherfucker how many shots does it take he's like well it depends on the day i'm like exactly how many weeds <laughs> i can't lie i could totally see my mom asking a question like that I mean, <laughs> like, one i mean yeah two, two three <laughs> like the fuck was it the, the owl how many licks does it get to the to get Remember to the, the center of a tootsie owl? pop. Oh yep. yeah, one, yeah. two, and a three. <laughs> <laughs> An old timey cultural reference that CJ actually remembers. Oh, they didn't stop playing that commercial for a long time. Yeah. Oh, they yeah, that one went forever. Uh, See, that's when you know you have a good commercial. You can just run the same fucking one. You don't have to bring up new ones. Yeah, and it was yeah, animated. Right. So I mean, it was, it was shit so animated. much. So there's a like, timelessness to it. Like mm-hmm. it and doesn't how age. And in Tootsie Pops have not changed in. Oh no, since they were invented, probably. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, so. other than maybe in changes in ingredients, but there's still the same. Yeah, it's still three licks to get to the center. <laughs> That's hilarious. How many weeds? How many mushrooms do I need to eat? How many white butt mushrooms? You know, I just get this image of that person like with actual real like fungus mushrooms or either that he bought at the grocery store in the produce department or in the... How many of these, how many these things to eat? you have to start seeing things? Yeah. <laughs> Four boxes. You just see because from the noxious gas I'm after eating four boxes. Oh my god. <laughs> I just loved how it was like so genuine. He was getting pissed. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I wouldn't answer. Well, I'm like, how can I answer? There's really no answer. Yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> well, in trying to explain something when you don't know the lingo. That's not even yeah. lingo. It's like I, I no, that's what I'm saying. He didn't know it's anything. Could have gone yeah, like, like, does it take you usually one or two hits or something? And then you've wow. been like, holy shit! Can we pause? Nathan actually knows what it's called. It's called a hit. Oh, I have no idea. Why hit a pot? Why would the, the fact that he could, how many times? He, no, no, no. Just the fact that you know that it's called taking a hit, and this kid that was. 19 called it a weed <laughs> back <laughs> in the day yeah, yeah. No, I, I just thought that was fucking hilarious <laughs> but that's what i'm saying if you knew what he was actually talking you'd been like oh well if i have this version or whatever it takes me a couple but if i have this one it might take me more or less or whatever but we gotta also asked- talk this was uh, this was whenever you didn't know what you were getting it's just like give me a bag of weed it's not like uh, now it's true. like oh what did i get the blueberry yum yum like, yeah. <laughs> nobody had names for it 
No yeah, yeah, yeah. This shit's better than the last time. It's still the same shit, bud. <laughs> Pur- purple Urkel or whatever. Yeah, all that stuff. It was just weed. Yeah, now that's a gotta, good point. Now you go to Colorado and you're looking at shit that doesn't even look like weed anymore. Yeah. yeah. Have you guys you know, gone it's to crazy a dispensary? To think. Have you gone to a dispensary? I've been yeah. in a dispensary, yes. It, it's like a it's like an alien place the first time you go in there. It's so weird. Yeah. It's yeah, yeah. You're well, right. I mean it's it's yeah. There's too it's like too much going on. It's like it's overwhelming. It's just, yeah. I'm used to asking, can I ask some weed? How much you yeah, got? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's well, now they're like, what do you want? <laughs> I never got a choice. <laughs> See, I guess that's the difference between like a tobacco shop, like uh, like for smoking pipes and stuff and loose tobacco. It's like I know enough of the lingo yeah. that I can kind of go, well, I'm looking for something a little stronger, darker today, blah, blah, blah. Kind of the same thing with cigars. It's like I know enough of the lingo that I can where I know almost nothing about weed. So it's like you could tell me whatever and i'm like mm, sure yeah i'll uh-huh. go with that well growing up i mean for nate and i growing up that was a big thing like not doing not smoking weed yeah. or smoking weed i mean that was the thing but it was like a big oh it was big hard push it was the gateway drug yeah. to everything yeah so, uh, it didn't stop it didn't stop because when i was growing up there was the potheads that you didn't really hang. Well, I mean, oh, you yeah. hung around them. You just like, you know, after a certain time, that's when you don't go over to their place. And like, it was kind of, I want to say it was ostracized, especially at our school. Cause it was a small, uh, right. small yeah. school. So it was more you know, drink. You're fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't yeah. Do, that's, don't do any of that weed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, that college kind of had, you had the drinkers and you had the smokers and then you had the real scum that did both. <laughs> You know, you had like the different levels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they yeah, knew yeah. if you hung out with them because you, would, you would kind of like, it seemed like you kind of separated yourself from the people that didn't do, mm-hmm. you know, hung out with those people because then now they know that the, you hang out. Now you're a bad person. Although there's a guy uh, in my class. He ran for class president. He's a stoner. And that he leaned into it full, full bore. Like, and he was, he was actually more of a quiet, like he was, he's a nice guy. Like he's just a quiet dude, but he's, he's like, don't be a loner, vote for a stoner. <laughs> it's like props to you, brother. Like that's so did he win? awesome. Uh, he did not, he did not. I don't, but Great campaign, I think I say it was rigged. All can, <laughs> all things considered. I think he ended up placing uh, rather respectably. Yeah. It was right to him. He should have won. Yeah. I don't know. Who is it? The gal who was class president, I think actually, uh, I mean, helps that her dad was the principal of the school. Oh, and it's multi-generations, but she's actually somebody who got along with everybody. So like she was a more down to earth kind of. It was still rigged. Yo, no, that's especially if her dad was the principal. Yeah, yeah, I'm I sure there's donors president. We're gonna give it to my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. One of the, my first years of te- uh, teaching drumline, 
uh, a kid in the line, he ended up being uh, class president. <laughs> it's like, usually, you know, drummers aren't that ambitious. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, we just kind of hang back and it's like, yeah. So yeah. he was the only one that ran that year? <laughs> no, I, I, I'm i sure there's other people around, but he was actually for a while there, we had a couple of very popular kids in the drum line. And so band was a cool thing. And then before that and after that, oh, you're a bunch of band nerds. But yeah. During that little era, what, yeah. did the movie Drumline come out at that time? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Your favorite movie? <laughs> Piece of garbage. <laughs> That's really how it is, isn't it? Tell us how, tell us how you really feel. <laughs> it is nothing. It is, it is nothing like that. <laughs> You're lying. <laughs> but, you know, you got to, I mean, let me rephrase that. So the line, the, the Hollywood line, the, the actors, Nick Cannon and all that, the, that really was garbage. That. He can really do that, though. The other bands in, you know, bullshit, because they never showed him or that line with, like, people playing you either see people without heads playing or you see his face and then sticks moving in front of him which may have been him but i guarantee you he he and some of those guys weren't playing now the other schools that they were competing against and some of those battles that was legit and they're awesome they should have won all this shit that (laughs) the main character of the stories band ended up winning it's all bullshit (laughs) It's all bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> well, if anyone would know, you would. Between that and uh, American Pie, you know, one time at band camp, oh my God, I, when people find out That's not that I leave. Yeah. It, it's, and, and at this point, I, it's just, it's, it, it is what it is. It's more, I'm just bored with it. Like, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, you know how many times I've heard that now over the years? Oh, I've Probably lost track much. of how many times I've said that. Over the and years. so lots of times I'll just be a sarcastic prick and it's like, yeah, that's, that's awesome. That's, it's the first time ever anyone's ever mentioned that before. Wow. So original. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, I, I think I would double down and be like, they don't even have the half of it in that movie of what yeah. really goes on in Bang. I'll have to try that next time. Yeah. Cause Flip it's... it around because some of them people that say that have kids in band. Yeah. Going to be asking to go to band camp and you're going to be like, oh, the things that go it's on. Worse. There. It's way worse. <laughs> I mean. Hey, have you seen the trombone players? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the color guard that's one school i was at it's like the the color is it the color guard no they had a dance team the dance team i swear the only thing they were missing is stripper poles it was bad it was bad i mean bad in a good way or just it was bad it's in the, in the if you're a, a teenage boy <laughs> watching them you're going Holy cow, that's fantastic. <laughs> if you're a parent, I even I was like, um, if that was my because one of the guys in the drum line at the time, his younger sister 
was on that dance team and i was like uh <laughs> i'm embarrassed like she's not my kid like uh then they ended up and i think what it was is they didn't have a teacher or a real sponsor somebody who was actively with them and kind of helping to keep them in check so they just would do they, they did their own thing yeah which came off of whatever music video yeah they were so, watching at the time it went oh this would be a good idea and then somebody got actively involved and magically they looked a lot better more, more presentable more presentable yeah. but even the school i'm at now is a small christian school private school and they have a dance team and sometimes i go uh I know you guys aren't fundamentalist Christians, but this almost seems, I mean, is this okay? Is this allowed? <laughs> like, I, I mean, it's tame. I've seen worse, but. It's pushing the envelope into that. Area. Yeah. 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 I mean, you have a, you have a dress code for a reason and, and that you enforce it's, but. And then you have this dance team. Yep. Yep. Whatever. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, I digress. Well, let's digress more. Oh. Do you oh, think we could that. sell farts in a jar for 50K a year? <laughs> <laughs> Where did this come from, Jimmy G? What a, another person was selling farts in a jar? So uh, this, this is a new recent one then. Yes, this is a current event thing. And okay. normally we try and stay away from, uh, you know, political, political. current event. Keeping the people up to date on real life. <laughs> so, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Sort of I thing. can't make it serious. <laughs> but it's awesome that you're trying. I appreciated you going there. <laughs> um. But it's basically so uh, <laughs> there was a, uh, I don't know, like an OnlyFans. I think she was on, oh, yeah, she was a, on 90 Day Fiance, whatever the fuck that is. Sure. Um, yeah, consult your doctor if, to find out if 90 Day Fiance is right for you. Um, anyway, Stephanie Maddo. Um, she had a business, like, I don't know if it's OnlyFans or whatever, but basically, uh, selling farts in a jar and there were guys that were paying upwards of $50,000, but she had to retire for one jar for a jar per, uh, oh, sorry. Let me rephrase that. She's been making more than 50,000 per week selling her farts. A week, just selling farts. (laughs) And uh, so I got this off of Zero Hedge. She's quote unquote an influencer who made $200,000 selling farts, retires after a heart attack scare. And I like how they started. While rugged Chinese and Russian citizens prepare for the vigors of geopolitical turmoil on a global stage as each country looks to potentially expand their geographical presences U.S. citizens are giving themselves heart attack scares from farting into jars and selling them. <laughs> Just ask 31-year-old Stephanie Maddow, who has been making more than 50000 per week selling her farts. 
So if somebody would pay for my fart. Gotta be over the moon. But she thought. Uh, so uh, let's see. Maddo cashed in two hundred thousand in sales, according to the New York Post, before being forced to retire after being rushed to a hospital with chest pains that she thought were symptoms of a heart attack. Wow. Instead, she was told that her pain was a result of her steady diet of gas-inducing beans and eggs. Maddo was pushing out up to 50 jars worth of farts per week. That's not that much. (laughs) I remember within one day, I had about three protein shakes and a huge bowl of black bean soup. So she was really farting in a jar and selling it. You know, at some point, don't you think you'd just like spray something stinky in a jar? Like you'd think... You would think um, she wants to be authentic. I can. I know. It. I mean, she could fart in a few jars online to show guys, and then just you know, see that's right up there with um, that gag gift of selling someone some fresh air. Yeah. <laughs> I when I saw that, I was like, everything's been thought of. Well, there was that <laughs> one girl that was selling bath water. For- well, yeah, yeah but I mean that's way. actually something. But could you imagine just selling fresh air? All it was yeah. was a plastic container that had, quote, air. air. It, it, it was yeah. fresh, air. whatever. Yeah. I Hold up. You sold them water in a jar. Is that so much different than air? She no, probably no. sold it for I'm like 100, 200 bucks a pop. Something. I mean, neither of them are really useful. No, no, if no. We're really but talking so- about. No, You're talking but about the, the selling someone errors right up there with a fart. There's literally nothing that it, <laughs> you're selling yep. them a plastic container. Yeah, where at least well, she's bottling water, even if it's not her own bath water. It's just which is retarded. I agree, but and the, the advertising of get somebody to sell a co- here have some fresh air. It's it's, it's not, not fresh. Even, He's not even oxygenated or anything. And she's selling farts. It's like, ah, come on. Yeah. And to end I mean, with my protein farts, I could probably go over 50 in a week. (laughs) Oh, especially if you get on that spinach diet again. Now, no, those farts were almost too clean. Oh, were they? (laughs) Well, does it really matter? Oh, yeah. Yeah. They probably got it. Mine now probably got a way better smell. Okay. See, bodybuilders so they, are out there are missing. They're missing out. On missing this. out on. They want the. If they want the real flavor. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> but they end the uh, article. It says, "With a scare behind her, we're predicting that Maddow's retirement will only be short. Will only be short lived. Who can turn down those types of margins? Two hundred thousand in sales, and your cost of goods sold is a couple of cans of Goya garbanzo beans and a couple dozen eggs." But, you know, so there's two sides to this. One is just the ridiculous, you know, there's, there was that chick who was selling her bath water in a jar. There's, you know, other stupid shit and sure going all throughout time, right? There's always been snake oil salesmen of one kind or another, but then on the flip side, you know, what sorry ass dude is dropping however many bucks to buy a chick's fart, chick's bath water, like, how Pause. thirsty if, do you have? If you're to be? hearing this, and you're one of those guys, <laughs> we can help yeah, you talk. Call we us. need to talk. We need to talk. 
Seriously. You have not, you've not read, read the blog, and, and you need to go back and listen to lots of other podcasts. BR911. We'll yeah. <laughs> or BR Hotline. Call us, stat. Yeah. For the love of God. <laughs> And I All mean, I yeah, in that case, that if if you're one of those guys listening to that podcast, which I, I imagine isn't our demo, but if you do happen to be one of those guys going, you know, I, I think I'm going to buy a, a girl's parts. You know what? Just give us a call. Links are in the description. Hit us up. We'll take the money from you and we'll actually make use of it. We'll yes. we'll. If you're going to piss away money, just give it to us and we'll find a useful way to we'll get better content. Capital. Yeah. We'll, no, yeah. Send we'll, it to our Patreon. We'll, we'll, um, we'll get a, we'll get a better intern. Yeah. Right off the bat. Hey. We'll get a better intern. <laughs> like, holy cow. Like that's the other part that, that caught my eye. I mean, one, it's just like, what the hell is, what the, what the hell are you doing eating so much? Like three protein shakes, black bean soup, and eggs. Well, I mean, she's got to keep that gas flowing. God. But then, you know, the knuckleheads that are, I mean, we talked about this a while ago, right? People buy stupid shit. We get it. But geez, Louise, there's. That's, that's way up there. That's beyond <laughs> gag gift. There's like, when, you, when I think of buying something stupid, it's like something like that's going to be fun. Yeah. <laughs> Unnecessarily. <laughs> <laughs> necessary to buy but it's gonna be fun how yeah. fun is a f- jar of fart <laughs> fart I don't, I don't know I, that's, I don't, a, that's like my question the whole is thing there like, that many people with a fetish for farts apparently what's it called I mean, for a fart fetish Ooh. see these are things that i don't want to look up <laughs> <laughs> besides that like what's the fetish of having someone's bath water like that's a thing Ooh. Man, here's one of these words that only Jimmy G can pronounce. Eproctophilia is a fart fetish. Really? Eproctophilia. Eproctophilia. It's a fetish that means people are sexually aroused by other humans' flatulence. (laughs) There you go, CJ. New word. The fact that these things kind of makes me sad to be a human sometimes. Wow. Now, see, this is what gets me. This is what gets me in trouble. So I I go look something up like that. Wow. And then I see fart names. Wait, what? Fart names. Like you can. The fart names are different kinds of farts. Yeah. Oh, God. The alarm fart. This is a good part for the beginner. <laughs> the amplified fart. This is any fart that gets its power from more from being amplified than from the fart itself. Okay, I can understand that one. The anticipated fart. The one that warns that it's back there waiting for some time before it arrives. Ooh, the backseat fart. Oh, no, I can't tell that story. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I don't know. If any of my family or somebody like listens to this, I'll probably be dead. 
<laughs> However, even though I love her dealer, my grandmother has passed. But this is this is a good one. Myself and my uncle were taking her up to visit some family. Longer drives she didn't want to do or whatever. Grandma wouldn't let, ever let us put the windows down. Unless you were in the convertible. But if you're in a regular car, no windows going down. And I remember, well... If you've been in Chicago, 355 only lasted. You know, It didn't come all the way down to 80. It stopped at like 55. So we took 55 to 355, and we're running up there. And all of a sudden, we hear. <laughs> and I looked at my uncle, and he looked at me. <laughs> and we're sitting there. And then the smell Did it hit. <laughs> oh, we were, we were crying. And we're like. I wanted to roll the window down, and it's like you're trying to breathe through your mouth, but then you can taste it, and it was like <laughs> and all of a sudden, my grandmother she goes, "Boy, I never can stand the smell of Chicago or something along that line." Yeah. <laughs> like trying to trying to play it off. It's like, no, no, it's <laughs> it's grandma. You, you can't say nothing. You just, yep, yep, you just yep. keep grinding and the tears are just a running. We're trying uh, so hard not to laugh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> One of those times that farts could kill, it came real close to it. I remember dropping her off. It was like, I couldn't wait to open up the door. Oh, <laughs> it lingered. It lingered oh. for like an hour. I swear. And never it, left. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. No. Jesus Christ. Oh man. Yeah, there's yeah, but yeah there's a there's... whole list of names here. Way too many to go this. through. <laughs> there's a guy I marched in drum corps with. He is our he's the drumline section leader. And literally, if he ever ate fruit, oh. just get the hell away. Like was he, he... A, a fart walker? Well, between that and then like and literally, it could be a grape, and his bowels oh. just go. All right, release the hounds. So you guys tried to go. feed him fruit all the time. No, no, we purposely did not because oh, okay. it's like because if you have to, the gas that came out of this man was horrendous, and then you know he'd have to use the shitter, and. If you're on a charter bus, the engine that the shitter sits right on top of the engine. So we had a standing rule on the drum bus. No shitting on the bus in unless it's a true emergency. But there's no shitting on the bus because then it starts, especially on long road trips, it starts smelling like worse than ass. So we purposely tried not to feed him. But, you know, he'd be out and about or, you know, after the show, there'd be a grocery store across the street from the show site and he'd pick up a banana or some grapes or some stupid shit. And you're just like, oh, so fun times. Fun times. And there fun we go. Times Somehow we flatulence. just killed like 20 minutes on farts. Our listeners didn't think it was possible, but, but, we could but they're men. Longer. So I think they'll understand yeah, yes. trust me, we could go on all day about this. <laughs> flatulence in men and versus flatulence in women are two two different different things. discussions. Yeah, this is true. 
Oh. Well, yeah. What's our next one? Oh, yeah. Where do our ideas come from? Well, our best ideas never get written down. If you guys wanted to know every <laughs> once in a while. Because <laughs> the best, best ideas ones... come at the most inconvenient times. Yep. <laughs> like you're falling asleep. Or you're driving down the road in heavy traffic and you just have no good way of jotting a note down or an idea or something. So some of our best ideas, if you're listening to our wonderful podcast, you're getting missed out on because we have a lot of them. They just, they never make it to air. It's so like the fish that got away. Yeah. It was some of the big. most brilliant, awesome podcast topics ever. Some of our best stuff is gone because of that. (laughs) You know, the the worst ones, though, are when you get up in the middle of the night to pee and you're kind of sitting there. And as you're drifting back off to sleep, you're like, we should talk about. And then you wake up in the morning and you're like, what was that? Because it was brilliant. I'll remember it. I'll I'll remember. I'll remember. (laughs) Oh, I had that brilliant thought. What was it about? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> so ways to get your ideas down. Maybe be smart to pull off alongside the road and make a note. Yep. Text to buddy. Or it's call if, if it's easier to call. Yeah. Leave me oh. a voicemail. Yeah. Yeah. That would work too. Just hit send call. You're on the other line driving down the road. What's all that background noise? Hey. Here's a podcast <laughs> idea because you're going to yell at <laughs> CJ may be screaming at you because the That's phone is right. way over here. And you'd be like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. Perfect. I should have a, like, almost like an operator where you call in and they take messages. Yeah. Yes. That hey. would be our first hire, a secretary to call record me the, all the brilliant ideas. <laughs> yes, we Recording have. in progress. Uh, yeah it has to be 24 7 so you can get those midnight early morning ones as you're drifting off to sleep yeah or if we're out at the cigar bar are you you calling 3 (laughs) a.m are you truly yeah (laughs) well do you even go to bed before 3 a.m cj Three four right now. Okay. Yeah, exactly. So I tried last night. I tried going to bed early. I was laying there for an hour and just started sweating. Oh, but what time did you get up this morning? Eleven. Yeah, exactly. That's why you can't go to bed early. Just skip a night. It's just skip a night. And just pull an all nighter. Just pull an all nighter and you'll get to bed at a decent well, time. Well, then I'll fall asleep at like 2 p.m. <laughs> and then I'll wake up at like 11 <laughs> p.m. And then, and then, then I'll be worse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got to pull like a couple all nighters in a row. Yeah. We'll, we'll be trying to get them on the podcast. CJ, where are you at? CJ, where are you at? Uh. Your fiance comes out. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's important to, you know, be able to capture those ideas and, you know, 
any ideas really like yeah you know, how not often... just for the podcast if you if you come up with a good plan yeah. this is for all good ideas because you're going to get them at the weirdest times when you're almost relaxed that's why i think i think so many going down the road kind of getting that trance state going down the highway and it's like mm-hmm. my brain has time to think about other stuff yeah lots of times i'll be i'll especially if i go for a walk or i'm in the shower some of the either Showers best ideas or shower or, yeah. sure. or i'll talk like or i'll think through things like you, you just there's a you sort of relax and you're you know you don't have to worry about anything else you're just there there in the shower we had our own saunas i have a lot of good thoughts in a sauna that'd be awesome yeah i want my own though that way i don't have the old guy that's (laughs) in front of me with the yeah no yeah (laughs) god now i'm having flashbacks (laughs) literally yesterday i get it wasn't yeah it was yesterday i get Oh no, Saturday. I got done with my workout and I walk into the locker room. Dead center is just some old guy toweling off front, total front. I'm like, good God. Yeah. Like, There's a gym that I that. used to belong to that would happen all the time. Um, yeah. I don't There'd mind be- them being naked, but it's just like they're just trying for people to see their <laughs> shit. Like, what the fuck? Dude? Gotta, like- Nobody does it except the really old fuckers. Got to lift his leg up a little bit to dry or dry the tape. Yeah, yep. put his leg up on the bench. Yeah, I, I never understood that. It's like, well, I got to put my leg up here to talk to you. No, <laughs> no, no. It's, it's, no, it's okay. I, I know how it works down there. I don't need to see yours, pal. <laughs> what the fuck? Why is that a thing? That's where it chases the ideas away that you just. <laughs> yeah. Well, everything that was going through my head is now gone. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes that's, and it's, yeah, and and every once in a while it's just the most awkward that you're just like, okay. <laughs> And see you later. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> like when people I... think people think that some social interactions are awkward. It's not awkward until you go through that. <laughs> Everything yeah. else is just fine. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> I can have a conversation with somebody that doesn't know how to have a conversation. That doesn't make me awkward. That <laughs> some naked old, old man, old man junk. Right next to me, trying to have a conversation with me is that's awkward. That's fucking awkward. That's more or less, please stop. For the love of God. Especially when they lift a leg. I never understood I, that. Why? I, I know. <laughs> I'm, when I used to go to like the gym and not just to my garage, I, I remember one gym specifically. There was a couple old guys. Every time they go to talk to you, even if they had like a towel wrapped around them to give some modesty, they would lift their leg. And it's like, <laughs> you're like, I, I'm, I'm sitting not on this bench, look. sir. I, uh, yeah. I, Why would they want you to look? I, that's what I'm trying know. to get. I'm trying to figure it out. I, what goes through their heads? That's like, this is, this is a good idea. 
okay. I should probably put my junk closer I'm, to I'm the opposite token. I can't wait till I'm at that age so I can do the same kind of shit. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that might be their whole thing is they had some old guy do it to them. So they're like, when I turn 75 or 80 or whatever, I'm going to do it to the younger guys just to mess with them. And if that's what's going through their head, I can understand that because I can see me going, no, that young buck over there, I bet he would be unnerved if I lifted my leg up right now. If well, you're that's not wrong. Tra- you're not wrong. <laughs> if that's their train of thought, I get it. And on that, I'm like, all right. Because, yeah, I'll, I'm, yeah. Jesus Christ. Who knows? Oh, I CJ. Mean- there's nothing better to do. Jesus. <laughs> when, when, when you're 80, no. <laughs> Think about it. You're working out in the gym. You come in. Here's a young buff guy or whatever, and you want to mess with them. What's the first thing you're going to think of? You're going to be like, if I get naked right now, no, it's I would going to mess with him. No, I'd probably do mine worse. I'd probably pop a Viagra. <laughs> <laughs> and then just have my towel hanging from my schlong. Just from it, I got a little flagpole. <laughs> I claim this locker room in the name of. <laughs> I mean, can you see CJ have- sitting in the sauna all <laughs> back, and he's got his little towel sitting there for a tent. Hey guys, yeah, full mast. Yeah. Oh, Nobody's impressed when it's soft, but when it's all <laughs> go time, everyone's impressed. <laughs> I mean, I think there's there's something to that, CJ. If you're gonna go, just go one hundred percent. So we've covered farts. We've covered locker room humor. Oh my god! Which, which, which was supposed to be ideas? Yeah, (laughs) yeah. I gave you an idea. (laughs) Yeah, we did. There's an idea that someone should write down, especially if you're that down the older spectrum of things. Well, and going back to our actual. Actual point, Can right? We? A lot of it is you have to have a CJ system did have a that you point. trust. A big, I know. I'm, point. <laughs> I'm trying to trying to move on. <laughs> uh, okay, just having a trusted system where you're actually going to write shit down, or you're going to whether it's a whiteboard or a notebook or Somebody yelled to, maybe I should yell at my kids. Hey, remember this. <laughs> you're only supposed to yell at your kids when you're giving them good ideas, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're. Do it. Yeah, that'd be a, do it in a very threatening way. I need you to write this down right now. Hey, what? I got a good idea. Remember this for me later. What? Yes. <laughs> I'm sure that would be a uh, Anthony Miglarino approved way of 
Yeah. Tragic ideas. We should write that one down and ask him if that's approved when we have him on the show next. Yeah. Oh my God. (laughs) What would you say about having your kids help remember good ideas? Yeah. Would you yell at them like an angry parent? That'd be so confusing to a kid. Yeah. Wait a minute. Wait, uh, why is he you're yelling? yelling. <laughs> yeah, you're yelling. Why is me. he so mad? Uh, oh, all right. But if you guys, if you're listening to this, or, or the vast BR nation, if you're listening to this and you guys have ideas, links are all our socials are in the description. So hit us up, send us ideas. If you're if you listen to any one of our podcasts, you know there is no top. Uh, there are very few topics, few topics that we would be truly. I was going to say limits. this one kind of gives you that inclination that there's nothing we won't talk about. <laughs> but there are some things that we won't talk about. But yeah, that that's a small pile of stuff that we wouldn't. Yeah, it's 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 a small pile. Yeah. So hit us up. We'll be more than happy to take your great ideas and talk about them on the podcast. There we go. All right. We've hit about the middle here. Oh, can you, and maybe, maybe if we read this off, we can go to more serious, not (laughs) possibly not far. Old man jug. So, so you can find the podcast at barbarianrhetoric.com, along with a number of blog posts written by us, as well as a number of our guests and other men. So, uh, kind of totally messing up the ad read here. Yeah. But, and you had it laid uh, out. It sounded like you had it planned. So, take, take two. <laughs> this podcast is brought to you by barbarianrhetoric.com where you can find links to the podcast and articles covering a wide range of topics with posts from all of us as well as a number of writers including men you've heard from on the BR podcast bringing men together with a barbarian mindset at barbarianrhetoric.com and the other sponsor is Barbaric Soap which you can get savagely clean at barbarian soap or barbaric soap.com. Yeah. And two other shout outs that we want to mention. So Cody Chapel, who's been a guest on the podcast and has he written some stuff? No, he has a written podcast. Yep. So pod guest on the podcast, Cody Chapel, deep chatter. He has a store on Etsy.com. There's shirts and mugs. So check his stuff out deep chatter store at etsy.com and last but not least we have the uh padre has been on the podcast written a number of articles he has a site or his him and his family has a site um the smith homestead at smithhomestead.com at smith-homestead.com handmade homemade enjoy the natural at smithhomestead.com it's getting better. Professional. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're we're moving uptown. We are. 
we have sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> if they want us or not. I am. Yeah. Padres one. I, I'm, I'm proud of that one, but he helped out because that's on his website. <laughs> there you go. It's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, now I feel okay. Yeah. <laughs> Need a cigarette and uh that was a hard change right there. It was. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm glad he was doing it because I you know. <laughs> uh, you know talk about old man boners next to some advertisements. <laughs> <laughs> well, get some barbaric soap to clean that we'll, boner we'll, up. We'll hey, smooth all that out in post. <laughs> no, we won't. <laughs> <laughs> we'll clean up the transition in post. Our intern's not that good. We need so a better he, intern. He's, he's not paid that well. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's so, why he's an intern. Yeah. Oh. Intern that's about ready to leave. So <laughs> next time, though, goal for the next podcast is to I'll try and on the fly come up with a transition. To okay. lead us into see if we can the ad reads. Okay. We'll see if I can develop that skill. There you go. I do have, you'll have this you radio know. thing yet. Yeah. Could you take any class while you're doing the radio? Yeah, there you go. Oh. <laughs> I have a musical dun, dun, dun. interlude. Yeah. You just like play a little something on the banjo, it leads in. Yeah. <laughs> nice yeah. little bridge. <laughs> <laughs> Little bluegrass, little dueling banjo. Oh, now to the serious part of the podcast. <laughs> oh, I don't know oh. if it's possible. Oh, God. What prevents men from getting what they want in life? Yeah. Well, if they I don't know what they want, that's a huge yeah. one. Yeah, that's, you know, in, in social media and some other, you know, other posts that I've seen just all over the place and friends, family, it doesn't matter who it is. I see a lot of this stuff where you kind of, and I've, I've had uh, a couple folks reach out to me or were referred to me about something else. And it's like, they're, it's almost like they need help and whether that's divorce or whatever, but then it's like, there's zero follow through. And so that's, that's also part of what got me thinking about this it's like what is you know how and i and i i fell into this trap too i was there i was kind of in that place where you, you know we kind of put kids family and other things so many things before us that we almost forget what we want <laughs> to your point cj like we don't even know what we want or remember what we want anymore and then we feel guilty for even saying it and there's lots of guys out there that do they may have an idea of what they want, but they either feel guilty for even thinking it, let alone saying it or even uh, f following through and even taking action towards it. Um, so I just, you know, I think it's something I've seen across the social media. So I thought it'd be something worth talking about or, you know, where does that, I'm sure there's lots of things that come into play why this comes up or why we have a hard time with that but it's almost as if we try and be who we are in the world there's the world tries smacking us back saying no 
you don't want that or you shouldn't want that or whatever. Well, and I and I think even more so nowadays, social media plays a big role into it. You know, all the fake pictures. You know, this oh, is what, what I look- want. What they yeah. have, yeah. Yeah. It's a very huge envious thing because you forget what you have and you want what somebody else has because they're showing all this shit that you you feel like you can never have. So you're always an envious and that well, you never appreciate what you have. And they make it look easy. Mm-hmm. You know, it's well, not yeah. just like keeping up with the Joneses. Oh, I got the factory job that allowed me to make this. I moved up to management so I could buy this house, the two cars, the motorcycle. and th- You know, there's not that. It's like, well... You look on YouTube or OnlyFans or something, or like this gal, she made $200,000 selling farts. You know, she made it look easy. Oh, look at me, da-da-da-da-da. And you got this other gal going, well, what what do I got to do? Or this, you know, a guy's going, well, how do, how's this guy making a million dollars a month or whatever? You know, I'm going to go buy his course, which he doesn't finish, of course, and doesn't realize it's really he's just selling courses to sell courses. You, you know, it's well, how did how did he get there or they don't see the grind? You know, it's I think of somebody like Michael Jordan. No one ever really knows how many hours he put in. Yeah, they talked about it, but they really don't know how many hours he put in to become as great as he did or Tiger Woods, or I'm trying to think of some of the other big names. They never get Any to see of all of that. It's those just, early days where they're just chop, in essence, chopping wood, whatever that means yeah. for that particular thing. Yeah, It's like, just boom, there they are. Look, hey, you know, it didn't just, you didn't just wake up one morning with a silver spoon, but they think YouTube and social media a lot of times not just YouTube, IG, everything. Yeah, just the world, generally speaking, generally, tells you it's easy. It's like, yeah, you want to be a millionaire in a month? No problem. Easy. You know, you want to own this boat or do this thing? Or, you know, here's some kid on the internet telling you, yeah, you can get six-pack abs in, in four weeks if you do da-da-da-da-da. Look at me. And also, I made a million dollars, and look at this Lambo, which no one realizes that, you know, he rented the car for Just four for hours, yeah, yeah, you know, and he's been working out since whenever, and he's low body fat to begin with, and then he had his pictures photoshopped to clean up the rest of the problems. Yeah. And, and I think that fake... I think a lot of it is even more than keeping up in the Joneses. Uh, it, that, that's a lot. They see all these other really successful guys. Cause it's like, if, if you think about 50 bad or yeah, 50 years ago, 40 years ago, whatever, you only could compare it to your neighbors, you know, keeping up with the Joneses. You mm-hmm. had this small pool. Okay. Why is this guy doing better at work? Well, because he worked his way up to manager. Okay, well, if I want that, I could work my way up to me. You, you know, you had like some options, not, and then everything else was so far out there. Like, if you went and read, like, oh, I'm thinking about like, if you read Playboy, besides looking at the pictures, or you read like the New Yorker, there was another big magazine, or Cigar Aficionado, or some of these things, and you read, they were like bigger than life. Yeah. It was like, 
yeah, and they all talk about how hard it worked to get there, but they were bigger than life. They weren't exactly real. Now you can real-time watch people on YouTube and Patreon see their daily vlog and see how their life is going or growing or changing. You didn't have the, the, the Hugh Hefners of the world. You just, you know, there's a, there was a disconnect. Not everybody could be Hugh Hefner, but everybody thinks they can be this kid on IG that's, you know, just rolling in cash. There's, there's that. So I, I think on one hand, there's this false, what am I thinking? False image that a lot of people are chasing instead of just being themselves. Hmm. It's like a mirage in the desert kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. And then you flip it back to what you were saying. You know, if they go the family route or whatever, I mean, look out of the starting gate, go to college. And the next thing you do, you're strapped with student loans. If you didn't work your way through it, you know, you're what? 50, 60, hundred, couple hundred thousand dollars in debt hit in life right there. It's like, well, I can't just go to the beach when I want to. I got to pay my student loans off. You know, (laughs) that's where I think like on one hand, I feel sad for doctors because they're early on life. It's just, you know, what is it? Eight years of school just to get through the medical part. And then you got another eight years to get through residency and all that, all that. And then you start making money and it's like, well, but you see these old doctors going on cruises, and, but they're all old. It's like, what yeah. fun and stuff do they have? In early and, in, life? and you have to build that book of business, whether you're a dentist or whether you're yeah. an attorney Anybody. or a doctor, like whatever it is, you're going to have to build your, your practice, whatever practice that is. And unless you're taking over for either somebody, you know, or, uh, or your dad or, you know, your mom right. or whatever, you know, unless you're taking over those quote unquote family business, you, you gotta, you know, how long is that to build a book of business where people trust you and then you can go on those cruises and you got money up the wazoo. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I, I think there's part of it is, is just, you know, on one hand you have a bunch of younger guys seeing what they can do. And they're, you know, they're looking at YouTube or IG or whatever. And they're like, I want to go try this. I mean, I I was talking with some people the other day about tiny homes. Ten years ago, I was looking at tiny homes and the prices on them were like next to nothing. They're starting to get expensive as full size houses now. Yes. Why? Because everyone's like, oh, I want a tiny home, blah, blah, blah. Well, supply and demand has driven the prices through the roof on these things. And it's like, or like RVs and campers that are all-time highs. And it's not just shortages. They've been at all-time highs for a while now because everyone's hopping in a camper and, you know, going remote. Okay, let's go buy a camper and go travel around. I can remote work. Well, it priced out all the other campers. So... On one hand, I think a lot of people, but back to men in general, I think they get bogged down. Mm-hmm. I, I went off on a couple of I was going to say, there. we have a really bad tendency of doing the shiny object. You see something new and it looks great. Oh, let's jump to that. Uh, this kind of sucks. Uh, there's this other guy that you know, makes it look easy. Let's try that. Yeah, it's a shiny object. I mean, 
I'm a huge proponent. I've done it too. It's yeah. very hard to get out of that shit. We got to actually find something that actually interests you first. Think There's the key thing. Interest you, not mm-hmm. someone else. You can't mimic someone else. It has to be your own interest. And, is, and that is might a be lot trying of... a bunch of things. Yeah, you may have to. How many guys like, don't even go out and try anything to see if that's you... hard. It is. It's like, do you like that's rock work. climbing? I don't know. Never done it. <laughs> want to go it's motorcycle hard. riding? Never been on it. You want to go hiking? Never done that. I'm overweight. How about just a walk in a park? You can walk in a park. That takes time. <laughs> and yeah. effort. Yeah. You know, well, airsoft, how much... paintball, you know, fishing. How many different kinds of fishing is there? You know, fly, try fishing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like, well, I've never been fishing. Well, have you ever gone? You know, you ever chartered a boat? I mean, gone down to the five and dime, bought seven bucks for a fishing pole that you can take down to the pond with a couple of worms. I mean, for less than 10 bucks, you could be fishing tomorrow. You may or may not catch anything, but you could be fishing. What was that fishing? The Ronco pocket fisherman oh. it was that foldable yep. little oh uh my my uncle or my grandfather got one of those and oh he swore like he lived by that like yep. it's just this little I had, pocket i had size. a buddy that has it keeps a couple in his car with some hooks he'll get the idea to go fishing he'll pull off into a gas station get some life worms and kick that sucker out and We'll see a pond or something. I'm going to go fish. There. That's uh, one thing with the uh, school the girls go to. <clears throat> the fi- Every fifth grade class has gone fishing. He's with a guy. He's now the former principal of the elementary school, but he's still, he's still alive. Don't know how much longer he's going to be around, but he's still alive. And he brings, he's got a whole bunch of just junker fishing poles. He brings them all out. And every fifth grade class at the end of the school year, they have a field trip where they go to a place and go fishing, whether they've ever been fishing before or not. Is it like and, a trout farm? So everyone's guaranteed to catch something? Uh, not trout, along? but yes. Yeah. Yeah. Not trout, like, but that's cool. Yeah. So, something about catching that first fish even if it's the size of a goldfish it's a yep. huge win but you know how much of i wonder how much of not knowing what we want is tied to not really knowing even who we are that's something while you guys were talking that that came to mind like you know how many of how many guys are out there like they know who they are, right? I'm Joe, I'm Bob, I'm, you know, whatever. And I, I either do this for a living or I'm a student or, you know, like, you know, those surface level things, but what you really, what you're about, what drives you, what like not even interests you, but just like how many people don't even understand or know themselves enough to, to start asking that question. So. Something that came oh. to mind while you guys were talking. So, you got something, CJ? Oh, yes. <laughs> you look like it. Spit it you out. Look boy. like you're gonna say Spit something. Spit it out. 
Well, yeah. I mean, how, how can you know what you want if you don't know who you are? And I think that, well, it kind of goes back to the family thing that you were talking about, Jimmy. Cause like, I was thinking that, you know, what do you want? I want my family to be happy. No, but what do you want? I want my family mm-hmm. to be happy. Well, it, it's not you. You want them to be happy. You're not talking about yourself. A lot of, a lot of guys kind of, you have to be selfish in a kind of way because to find who you are, you have who you are. You have to be selfish of what you want. And if you're not taking a little bit of selfish, you don't have any confidence, you know, because you're always taking a backseat to everybody else. So it's, it's a hard thing. It's a lot of things. It's one of the things that's kind of holding a lot of guys back right now. It's, it's allowing people to step over you and take advantage of you. And when you're in that state, like all you want is like a little peace and quiet and you ain't going to fucking get that because you ain't got the backbone to actually take a step forward to get that. So you got to find out who the fuck you are first. I think, I think sometimes guys do know this would be my boat. When I was younger, I knew right where I wanted to be. And then I slowly let things go. The longer I was married, not in the good way. It's like, okay, I, I started, you know, delegating off and then I just basically delegated myself away. And it was like one day wake up with like no friends, no hobbies. And all I'm doing is taking care of the family. And it's like, wait, what? And that goes back to, I agree with CJ, you got to be a little bit of selfish. And of course, when they've been walking over you for years, that little bit of selfish turns into World War III and you'll most likely end up divorced. But if you were yourself all the way along, you would never have gotten to that point because you wouldn't have released that control or, Mm -hmm. you know, power or whatever you want to say. You would have stayed true to yourself. And then they would have followed you instead of, you know, you following in their footsteps and then becoming part. You know, it's like, well, how can two people get divorced, remarried, and have awesome marriages the second time around? You know, it's like, oh, I figured out how sometimes people just can't fix it. Yeah. yeah. They can't gotta, fix themselves. Yeah. They can fix themselves, but they couldn't fix the marriage. And both people could possibly fix it. I'll even give it that, you know, there's the gals that get divorced and they can fix themselves. So, but it's possible. It is. <laughs> but, you know, but a lot of, where do a lot of but guys They're never the problem, Nathan. Themselves? Come on. <laughs> they're never the problem. Oh, yeah. That's never, no, never. Yeah. But that's where <laughs> most people do fix themselves is after a divorce. Yeah. For whatever you reason. You have to. Like, you're forced to. Yeah. Well, you're not, or you jump back into being in the exact same spot. Yeah. You yeah, get divorced yeah. eight times. No problem. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. yeah, that's true. That's true. But a lot of people get fixed because they're like, I don't want to be that person anymore. Don't say yeah. get fixed because <laughs> connotations. <laughs> yeah. Just veterinarian snip, snip, connotations snip, snip, snip. there. That's exactly what I thought. Oh, they're getting vasectomy. That doesn't fix shit. Well, yeah, it, that's it, it does fix some things. <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of working on your first round. Yeah, yeah. I I've kind of fell into the same trap you did. Like I, I was mentioning at the top of this segment. You know, it's 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 easy. You start and you know, it's such a it's gradual resonate. Yeah. Yeah. 
and but it resonated what you said both of you said resonated with me so much because that was my experience like if you were to ask me what four or five maybe four years ago five years ago whatever somewhere in there um if you were to ask me what i wanted i i would have done exactly what you said cj i would have said i want you know girls to be happy i want i'd list off all these things i want you know nate to you know, barbarian rhetoric to take off and all this sort of stuff and Nate to be good. I want CJ to, it's like, yeah, what do you, what do you want? Uh, th- those are the things I want. No, 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 no. What do you want? <laughs> and, you know, that's, and, you know, and it's, and like you said, Nate, it's such a gradual thing. And, and in some ways, right. We're as men, as, as leaders of the household, right. You kind of like, you know what that means, but you don't know what the, that means and you know not having any sort of (laughs) i've got iron john on the brain so it's like any sort of ritualized sort of initiations like you know my dad did his best but there was no you know i don't real okay here's this okay now you're moving into this and he didn't have that either so it's not his fault it's just we've sort of lost this sort of idea over time but then you so then you start thinking okay i need to provide for my family well what does that mean oh i need to be there for them i need to do this i need to and then you start sacri- in essence sacrificing yourself for them and before you know it like you said it's like you chip away day after day week after week and then next thing you know it's kids, wife, maybe other family members and friends. Yeah. The dog, dog, other family members, friends, and then maybe 20 other blank spots just in case. And then me. Yeah. And so I think there's some of that, um, that happens over time. So you lose who you are. Cause I, I fell into that same trap as you did, Nate. I, it's like, I, when I was younger, had an idea and knew where I was going. And then, it wasn't a sharp left turn, but it's like a gradual. <laughs> yeah, it's like I had the compass pointed in the right direction. Yeah. <laughs> and then I quit paying attention to the compass and I kind of lost track of things. Yeah. And then one day I wake up and go, hey. And the, and that's where, you know, the, a lot of the confrontation became in my marriage. It was like, wait. Because you're trying well, to fight back then. Well, it's not even a fighting back. It's like, well. You know, for me, it was like 180 turn and it's like, boom, no, this is me. I know who I am. You can either follow me or you or you don't, you know? Yeah. Well, and just enforcing a boundary, let alone some major thing, but just enforcing a simple like whatever it is. It could be the smallest, simplest boundary, but that because you haven't been present in your own life for some period of time. And now all of a sudden you show up, the smallest thing is made out to be like this huge upheaval, like this major earth earthquake kind of event. Um, Yeah. That's, and that, that certainly feeds into that sort of thing. So, you know, just saying I want steak and potatoes for dinner, like, I don't know. Insert or, or, your most basic. You're gonna say like here, here's a here's a harder question. How how do you know when you need to draw the line? Like when is there like certain times you're like, no, it doesn't matter at this point. This is what I want to do. This is what we're gonna do. Or is there 
you know, because you're talking about it's a gradual thing. But when should you know when to stop it? It's a harder question to ask answer, but it's like <clears throat> if a guy's listening right now, when should they know that they need to stop giving into these things? Because you know, there is gonna be points like you're going to have to do something for your kids, something for the wife, something for somebody else, right? It's not always about you. But when do you have to draw that line? You have to differentiate, like, this is how I have to fucking do it. I'm not going to give in to yours. That's kind of what I've always, like, whenever we talk about this, like, it's hard to say specifically. The way that I've seen it, it's it's a gut feeling. It is. It's, you know, it's, but it goes back to what do you want, like, hobby-wise or stuff like that. It's like, I can even remember I big, you know, F&I war reenactor. That was something that I wanted to do, and we did. You know, it was non-negotiable. We were, do, were going to do that. And almost about the time that started to wean off for multiple of reasons was, you know, one of those things that that was like the last thing I was kind of hanging on to. But it's like. If you're a guy that goes to the gym all the time and you get married and you don't go to the gym anymore, there's one of those hard boundaries. You know, that's the kind of thing you got to look for. If your hobby's working on cars and it's like, okay, you may have to adjust what kind of cars or something, but if you have to give it up for everything, it's like the guy, you know, I, I say that in the sense it's like, okay, if you end up, ha- if you got like, five cars you're working on and only none of them are running. That's not working on cars in a hobby. You know, it's like have a good piece of transportation for the family and then have the hobby car on the side. Mm -hmm. And it might take you 20 years to rebuild the car, but at least you got that thing going on. You know, I I think there's the thing. It's like, okay, first kid comes along, you sell off the camper. Next kid comes along, you sell off the motorcycle next kid comes along or whatever. And you're like, Oh, we, we want to go on a trip to Disney world. Okay. Well I'll sell off all my gym equipment so we can go to Disney world. I think that's the kind of stuff where you start giving up. Those are like the little hard boundaries. It's like, what were you doing or what were your hobbies? The problem is, is a lot of guys early on don't have any hobbies. I was going to say they had nothing to give up. So they were already yeah. kind of lost in the first They've place. already lost from the get-go. If, if you didn't have hobbies to begin with, for whatever, or it could be as simple as, hey, I play softball on Monday nights with the guys. Come support me, you know? Oh, well, well I have ladies' night, da-da-da-da-da. I need you to watch the kids. No, no. I've been playing, there's negotiation in there, but it's like, okay, but then I need a jog. Okay, well, you need time for this. And there is negotiation, but at the same time, you can't lose yourself. And that's where, and it it happens so gradually to guys early on that don't have that solid identity. it's, It's hard. It's almost like you see it retroactively. There was mine. It was like I saw it retroactively. Like wake up one day and go, "Oh, not riding. I'm not going reenacting. What the hell am I doing?" And I I think one of the biggest killers (laughs) is you sink yourself into video games because it's an alternate reality. 
You know, you're like, oh, I'll just sit here and, and it's play an video escape. Games. It's a hobby. It's and, a and if quote, you need unquote, to take hobby. care of the kids or something, you can stop for a moment, and go play with the kid, or you know, help the kid out or whatever, or kind of. Oh, the TV show. I'll flip the TV show on so I can go play a video game and she can go off and do whatever and mm-hmm. escape. Yeah. Well, and then, right. But then you're still at home. So it's like one of those things. Oh, it's a hobby or it's a thing that I can do at home still with the kids, but really it's not meaningful or fulfilling. That's not to say you you can't enjoy playing video games kind of thing, but um, you know, I, I was thinking, you know, kind of along the same lines that you were saying, Nate, I think a lot of it is being, and even this could be difficult, but, you know, if, if, if you can't answer the question, what do I want? What do I want to do honestly with yourself, not even with your wife or your kids or whatever, just for yourself, if you can't say, oh, I want to transform you know i want to get in better shape i used to, like you said nate i used to work out all the time i'm i want to work out I, I know i'm whatever or i like doing that like what am i doing for me that's that literally is just me and if you can't answer that question with something along the lines of i want to go to the shooting range every week or go join a bowling league or a learn archery or I want to whatever it is and whether, but separate from, you know, something that doesn't involve your kids, something that doesn't involve your wife. Like, or, well, but I would even say it could be even something that you do that they can follow you and go do. True. But I, I'm trying to focus it out on, on, right, on it, I, I want to go yeah, shoot. Yeah. I'm, I'm negotiate. <laughs> no, no, but it's a dictatorship I'm going, here, pal. <laughs> but I'm thinking the shooting's a good example. Mm. I go shooting every week. Then look over at her. Do you want to go shooting with me? No, that's your choice. See, but I don't give up my shooting. It's not like, oh, we'll go oh, work this out. to make you happy. Yeah. No, no. You can come hang with me. Yeah. And to me, that's okay. I think you can have certain activities, shooting, fishing, certain things. It's like, oh, do the kids want to go shooting with us this afternoon? Great. Yeah, I'll take them. I'll teach them some stuff. And I'd still be shooting. I'm going to shoot my guns. We'll take time. I'll teach you. I think that's that's good. That's adding your family into your hobby. Or it's adding value. It's adding value to yeah. your whole family, honestly. Even though it is your thing, it doesn't mean that you can't enjoy it with other people right absolutely but if but you're, you have to be able to say this is shooting my doing this. thing yes. you can come if you want to but i'm gonna go either way right yeah so that's and the I thing think i was thinking about this part. lifting like i mean i i plan on lifting until i can't fucking do it and i've thought about so next this week lot. yeah <laughs> we'll see let's see how next back day goes <laughs> <laughs> Well, I was thinking about that, like whenever you see like somebody in the gym with their kid and showing them how to do it, well, I see it a lot. They don't not show them the right way, but still that they're there. It so just adds another squat rack. Uh, <laughs> we're not talking about what grinds my fucking gears. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, it'll build a connection with your child and it's still your thing, but it's something that you can, you know, 
you can have your kids thing. It can be both of your things, but it's still your time. Yeah. But it, well, it goes it, back to the question. Yeah. What's your thing? My thing is shooting. Do your family do it with you? Sometimes. Sometimes I just go do it myself. You know, it's like, yeah. But I think if you, you know, if you ask your, if you're asking yourself, what do I want to do? And like, like we talked about earlier, you mentioned a whole bunch of other things that deal with everybody else that isn't, I want to do this thing. This is what I want to do, or this is what I want to have for dinner. Like, no matter how big or how small the thing is, that's where you, you've either lost yourself or you're starting to lose yourself. And you need to have, like, when two people agree, one's unnecessary, right? We, uh, we grow through conflict. Sure, we may have a lot of similar, I mean, obviously, the three of us have similar ideas and we're kind of all in the same ballpark, but that doesn't mean we're all the same position doing the same thing right we have our own things our own way of doing things based on a number of factors but you know the things that make us better or you know whatever is is those differences just you know if i said something and you guys were get wait jim why the hell are you buying farts in a jar <laughs> like <laughs> you know, like, or whatever the thing is, or well, hey, I'm sending tried- it to, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to get one for each of you, <laughs> but you know, so thoughtful. Yeah. but it's so in relationships, you know, men and women, husbands, wives, boyfriends, girlfriends, right. It's sure. There's some similarities there, but it's the differences that you appreciate. Yep. Right. And so it is, but those differences may cause conflict, but we grow through those things. And so it's easy for us to try and smooth stuff over. So then you start thinking about what they want. And I think in some ways this happened to me. It's it's like, not only did I start thinking about what my girls would want or my wife would want, but it's like, you know, I'm almost making decisions based on what I think that they might want. You know, it's, it's like you get in this vicious spot in your head and you forget yourself at all to like we said at the top like it's you start feeling guilty just for saying hey i'd like to have a steak for dinner (laughs) like here's one jimmy and and cj this goes back to your question when have you known you lost it I, i i have the perfect moment when you go and you're asking your significant other it's like where do you want to go to dinner tonight and she goes I don't know. Where do you want to go? And if you don't have an answer right then and there, that's the point you need to really start looking. Because you can ask her. She might be in the mood to go to Taco Del Norte's or whatever. You can give her you can give her that choice, that one second choice of, hey, you want to pick or whatever, or or the same thing with dinner. You keep mentioning it, and I kept forgetting to say it. It's like, well, what would you want for dinner? If she if your wife asks you what you want for dinner and you can't give her an answer and go, well, just fix me something or do whatever, blah, 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 that's when you've lost it. Because it's like you're not even willing to make a decision on where you're going out to eat or food. Or but, to think, yeah, yeah. you're you're more used to her thinking for you. you yeah. Oh, you just pick something, whatever. We'll go whatever you want, you, sweetie. I remember <laughs> arguments for forty minutes. We could have sat down, ate, and been gone. 
I finally hit that point where, well, where are we going tonight? Here. Uh, well, what if I don't want it too late? You had you your asked. option to say, <laughs> you know, hey, you could have called me up and said, I'd like to go eat at such and such. And I've been like, okay. Yep. You know, if you want to just, but if it's like, where do you want, if you're going to ask me the question, this is where I'm picking. And the other so side of this, that's the line. There you go, yeah. CJ. There's the line for you. You drew a hard line. <laughs> it's like an essay question. Like if we write long enough, we talk long enough, eventually we'll get the essay <laughs> answer out there. We'll, we'll stumble, stumble, we'll across stumble it. upon it. That's a lot. It all comes down to what do you want for dinner tonight? Got to have an well, answer for that. It could be something one, stupid. And along those lines, the other side of this or something that I was thinking related to this is right. Th- some of the moments where, I don't know, to say I was at my best or things went the best, I, I'm not sure how to word it, but you know, there's been times where I've led, purposely led, um, and when when I don't do that is when shit starts to go sideways, whether that's with my girls, whether that's at work, whether that's in relationship, you know, in when I was dating some chica a while back, like I remember a couple distinct times where it, it just felt weird. I wasn't in the right spot, but at the end of the day, I wasn't leading and, you know. Versus me going, hey, let's go here. Let's, you know, not even asking, do you want to grab a drink? It's let's go get a drink or let's go here tonight or let's have dinner here or whatever. Sort of assuming it's already a done deal. This is what we're doing. Even with the girls, if I don't, if I'm not leading them effectively, right, then I, you know, there isn't a good structure in place for them. And so then they're like, you know, there's uncertainty because there's, yeah, there's no structure there because I didn't take the time to do whatever at work. If I'm not leading, I'm like always following, right. You can't lead from the back sort of thing. So I think that's a part of it too. And granted, you kind of have to get to that spot, but you know, as men, we're supposed to lead or, you know, at least in our families and those sorts of things, we're supposed to lead. And if you can't lead yourself, you need to be able to lead yourself because you can't lead your others. If you can't lead yourself first, if you can't follow through on some of the things that you want to do. But uh, you know, it's just another way to come at it. The same question. It's like, just lead from the front, (laughs) just have a direction. We're going here. Maybe it's the wrong direction. (laughs) You know, maybe We'll all get lost together. Yeah. Maybe deciding to go to this new or this restaurant that we've never been to was a terrible idea, but at least you made a decision. A bunch of carnivores all walk into a vegetarian restaurant. (laughs) Yeah. Get up and leave. It's not going to (laughs) work. You know, do you have any meat? Well, we have beyond meat. No. Do you have meat? Meat. We're leaving. Something that gets killed. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, but I I think that's where a lot of it comes down to. Those is you got to know yourself. Maybe you're just a simple guy that's like the you know you you go go flip widgets at work, whatever factory job. You come home, kick your shoes off. She cooks you dinner. I'm talking, and then you sit down and read the paper and watch the evening news. 
And maybe that's the whole evening and that's all good for you. But every Saturday morning you go fishing. You know, life can be that simple. And it's like, if only, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) but you you know, there are guys out there that they'll they'll, they'll spend their widgets all for 40 hours that week. They do dinner, they get up, you know, they do that thing, but it's like just grind. Yeah. yeah, They just grind. And then they, that Saturday morning or whatever, or Sunday morning, they got, uh, this is my fishing time. And you don't mess with that, you know, unless someone's dying and those are some of the happiest men I've known. You know, it's like, yep, I spend the evening with my kids, blah, blah, blah. But Saturday mornings are mine or a Sunday morning or whatever. It's, you know, it's like, because why? They they know what they want. And some things are just for a season. You know, yeah, when you first have a newborn, your schedule is probably going to be screwed up. And if you don't have a little bit of compassion, but the problem is, is when that season's over, you need to get back to your thing. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. oh, this got dumped on me. Or it's like starting a new venture or new something. You got like, what, 30 to 90 days to get that squared away. And then you go back to, this is my thing. And I, yeah. and I think that's the challenging part. I think a lot of guys lose it with their first kid. That first kid comes along and it just messes up their whole world. And then it takes them till they're like 10 or 12 years old for them. And that's only if they have one or two before they're like, oh, I got time to do stuff for me. Yeah. Well, you had time all along. It's just you allowed everyone else to walk all over you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That as soon as my second was born, I, I lost that year. I don't remember any of it. And then it's like, and so from that, I, I just behind the eight ball and then you get tired and then tired begets laziness. And then next thing, you know, shit's out of control. And how the fuck did we end up here? Um, and even in those instances, though, you still you do still need to find a little time for yourself in some capacity. So, um, you know, and it's so easy. I think it's easy for us men, especially to to push all that stuff off, like to because we, you know, so many times we're willing just to suffer in silence and right. keep trudging well, along you know there there's another hallmark if you look around and you don't talk to your friends anymore there there's a big sign if you have like zero friends if everything revolves around your wife kids and what they're doing you've yeah. lost that's kind of where i was going it. it's like you're yeah, yeah. You, you you may just have that one buddy you still go do stuff with you know, but if you've alienated, that's kind of one of the th- spots I found that I found was I had alienated everybody. It's like, yeah. I didn't talk to anyone. It's like, well, no, something's wrong here. <laughs> yeah. Totally relate. I can usually tell when one of my buddies is doing that. And I reach out to him and be like, where the fuck you been? <laughs> <laughs> that's we, all got, we all got good shit. We got shit going on, but what's up, dude? Yep. Then, yeah, you gotta be yeah, willing see, to you're learning, CJ. Just don't make any of the mistakes. Don't don't be the guy that has to make the mistakes himself. Just listen to me and Jimmy, and you'll have like this most wonderful relationship ever. Yeah. You can write a book about how great my relationship was. 
you know, when you've been married for 30 years. Yeah, don't do all the stupid shit we did. You'll be fine. <laughs> oh, I probably will. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. We'll hopefully be around. But at least we'll be here to talk you through it. Hey, dumb fuck. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That sounds about right. Yeah. I did uh, that. <laughs> no, we'll just send them a link to such and such podcast. <laughs> yeah. You need to listen to this podcast. You, you remember this seven years ago <laughs> <laughs> when you said this? What happened? Hey, remember. Remember when you actually were intelligent, CJ? Why don't you go give yourself a listen? <laughs> you said some very profound things. You need to listen to this shit. I got a seven years 30, from now. 30 second snippet. There you go. <laughs> seven years and now, now we're we're the Joe Rogans of the podcasting world. There oh, you that, go. Wouldn't that be nice? It's almost like well, Joe you know, that would be good. Two bears in a cave. What? Yeah. <laughs> We're like Joe Rogan meets two get. What is it? Two bears in a cave. Two bears in a cave. There have go. you have you heard them, Jimmy? <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> They're fucking hilarious. Yeah. So we got what All else right. we got? No, I, I think that that's it? good. Yeah, I think that's. I think that's good. That's a I good would note to end on. Yeah. Yeah. We, and if you're a guy that's trying to figure out his identity, there's another thing. Give us a holler. Reach out. We might be able to walk you through some of it. It's a lot of hard work. There's the other thing. It's a lot of hard work to figure it all out. It ain't easy. You know, the younger guys have it a little bit easier. It's like you can guide you to stay on the path. Older guys that have been married for a while, it's harder just because it's like trying to figure out who am I is not an easy question. And sometimes when you figure it out, it's an ugly truth you don't want to face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. It's you have to do the fucking work. That's for damn sure. Like there's no shortcut. There's no magic dust. There's no silver bullet to to do it. You you have to do it because if you f- try and fast track that work and try and skip through some of that stuff or find the Cliff Notes version it's not going to be the same and you're going to end up going back to the beginning of the process to, cause you ha- kind of have to go through that process to get to that point where you're, <laughs> yeah, you know, so that's a good point too. How many guys give up? Cause they, they can't, they just can't handle it. Yeah. yeah. And it does take some work trying to figure out what you want and who you are. And some of it is in failures. It's yeah, not oh, just, yeah, yeah. it's, it's not just the wins. You got to fail a punch and you know, it's, it's, it's the cool what? thing about lifting, right? If yep. you either pulled the weight or you didn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that gets a little tricky. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean by pull the weight? Is it the quarter? Did you move it? Did you move it or did you actually do it? <laughs> yeah. That's gotta be the hardest thing about learning about lifting. Yep. Yep. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> that'll be that'll be. I can't patron. look at motherfuckers in the goddamn squat rack anymore. It's terrible. This is the worst part of the year for the shit. <laughs> I have no problem if you're curling in the squat rack. I have no problem with it. But I'm if you're just doing the that. fucking bar, get the fuck out of here. All right. Before we end this, I saw 
in the Smith machine. Oh shit. Quarter squats. It was like knee flexions. Okay. <laughs> Maybe they just I, had a knee replacement and it's part of therapy. That's not what they're going to tell you. What the, They're not going to tell you. <laughs> hey, go blow out your knee real quick for me. <laughs> I swear to God, they were just like, the knee was just like this. Like barely breaking. No, barely. I was like, at first, I'm like, are they doing calf raises? I looked at their feet. Nope. <laughs> I was so, I've never been mad <laughs> until that one. I was like, I really wanted to go out to him. So what you doing? Like, what is this? Are you really there's, working? There's a difference. This is why I can't someone, go to the gym. Is it? Like, I'd I be saying, that guy. I would. Yeah. I would go ask. I I keep seeing the too much weight not going down far enough on a squat. Okay, I understand that. But whatever. This yeah. one is the one that took the fucking cake. It's worse than that video I sent you guys. Almost <laughs> that guy. I swear to God, he was just fucking around. This was yeah. serious, and they even had the uh, what was it? The bar pad. Oh, did they have knee sleeves on too? No, no, no. Oh, that's that would have been the problem hilarious. Was. They didn't have knee sleeves. They were or afraid the knee to go wraps. down. Knee wraps. Yes. Knee wraps. Yeah. Oh, God. In the, yeah, but it's Smith's machine too. It's like, because you're on rails. Like you're, <laughs> I don't, uh, I mean, props to folks who are in the gym, but geez, Louise. Got to start somewhere, but. Do us all a favor. Just Could see somebody so- that knows what kind of know what they're doing. Just ask. Just please. Because it's kind of one of those times like you. I want to say something. I have said something to somebody once. They were on the leg press. And it was like the one that the bar moves, like the where you oh, put yeah. your feet at. It moves yeah, with yeah. you. And they were doing calf raises <laughs> on it. And I'm like, like, you know, you can drop the bottom out so you don't have to have it like uh, where it's set. He's like, I'm doing calf raises, and I just walked away like, why the fuck would you do calf raises on that? <laughs> it's a good way to break an ankle, but okay. Who am I? Yeah, who the fuck are you? Unsolicited advice for you, pal. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. It's a fun time of year. Props to props to folks who are in the gym, but you can consult this thing called the internet. YouTube is amazing. It is. Like lots of short videos on shit like that where it's just, you know, you know, proper form wins. But not the ones that say, you know, Jim fails. Yeah. Don't, <laughs> yeah, don't. don't try to copy those guys. No. Working on Spine Day. That's a good point. That's a, that's a, <laughs> the Spider Man in the crossover yeah. jumping up. Samurai Jack. That's just funny. You know know they're a fucking joke. Ones I think are just starting to become spoofs. I think was that the guy riding the bike? I think he was like the original one or someone like him. But a lot since then that I've seen, I think are all spoofing off of that. Like purposely trying to do it. Right. The guy on the bike, though. Yeah, that was that was trippy. You know, in some ways, it's like, how did he get the sword in there in the first place? And no oh, one knows. Got you got a katana. That's cool. Just come on in. Yeah. I just, you're going to do what with it? <laughs> or it's one thing okay, if you brought it in. I got to put this on YouTube. <laughs> well, yeah, it's one of those things like you could maybe 
understand somebody bringing that sword because you're like, uh, like it's like a computer. Okay, you don't want to leave it in your car. Okay, cool. Bring it in. Wait, you're you're working out with it? <laughs> Wait, that would be. I mean, it wouldn't get in the door, but at the same, you know, I wouldn't even let it if it was my gym. If we're doing, especially, you know, because you can't do that when we have the WWE entrance music and ramp into the gym like we talked right. about. Um, yes. <laughs> So, you know, but at the same time, it's like the second he brought it back with out with him onto the gym floor, you'd think somebody would be like, "Uh, excuse me, sir. (laughs) Be like, no, no, no. And you don't have to yell at him or anything. It'd just be like, what? Why? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) exactly. That's where I'd be. I'd be like. Why? You're just gonna look at him, and I, I get this picture. Like I would just be looking at, just have my hand out. I won't even say anything. Like it's obvious, dude. Just hand it over. Like the teacher like, asking yeah, for yeah. the rocks that you've been throwing. Yeah. <laughs> Put your head down. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, oh, all right. That's been I needed to, a barrel I needed of laughs, laughs this evening. Yes. So, so if you made it this far, like we've said throughout the podcast, send us your ideas. Uh, If you're looking to figure out who the fuck you are, what you want to be, what you want to do, hit us up. If you have some off the wall topic, throw it our way. We'll be more than happy to talk to it, Uh, speak to it, talk about it, whatever. We always love hearing from our fans from the BR, the vast BR nation. Yes. Check out the podcast at uh, barbarianrhetoric.com. And while you're there, check out an article or two, and we'll catch you in the next one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Barbarian Rhetoric Podcast. I hope it's giving you something to think about in your own quest to develop a barbarian mindset. Because it's with this mindset that you'll find the skills, strength, attitude, will, and endurance to see things through and live within the civilization and still be a barbarian. We appreciate your feedback. We especially appreciate those who have been supporting the podcast. That's the Barbarian Rhetoric Podcast on our website, on Anchor FM, and on Spotify. You can find the show notes on the blog or anchor.fm slash barbarian rhetoric. If the podcast has been helpful to you, please let us know. You can do this by checking into the Apple Podcast app, give us five stars, and leaving us a short review. This will help us get our message out in front of many more people. You can also talk to us on social media and let us know what you are thinking about or how this has helped you. On Twitter, I am at Steel Jans. That's S-T-E-E-L-J-A-N-Z. And I'm also on Instagram at Barbarian Rhetoric. There's also a couple other things you need to check out. One is the Barbarian Rhetoric blog. And of course, our newsletter. There's a pop-up which you'll see as soon as you land on the blog. Thanks for listening. And always remember to be a barbarian in a civilized world. An apex predator. Yeah.